0: encouraged you as you were listening to the scripture to see if you could find the three movements in the Christian life that the author of Timothy, 2 Timothy is encouraging us to have and I'm going to go ahead and answer that for you because I don't want, want to leave you on a cliffhanger die live reign die live reign For if we die in Christ, we live in Christ, and we reign with Christ. This is, I think, one of the most helpful pieces of the scriptures that come from these texts, the pastorals, and I want to help you think about what that might mean. So what I'm going to do is work with the dying, the living, and the reigning, and break those down for you, and then we'll conclude with the question, who would you die for? All right? So, die first, which is a pretty harsh word, of course. It sounds like, I mean, nobody wants to die, right? But remembering that God asks us for good things, what we want to remember is that the dying is really the end of something. It is when we allow ourselves to take stock of what spiritually needs to die within us so that we can turn and behold God's face and to feel the power and strength of God's love. And there are things within us that, that, that block our blessings. And the idea in the Christian life is that we are cleansed through Jesus when we allow the Holy Spirit to just wash that away. And as all those things, all those things that might block our blessings, die and come to an end, then we live a life in alignment with God's will. Life aligned with what God wants for us is true living. It is true delight. And when we feel like the things that we put first and the choices we make are choices that we can be proud of when we stand before God. And when we come into our prayer lives and we say, Hello, God, here was my day. And I really was thinking about you as I made my choices throughout it. When we live for love, when we put love first, we are living in God, in alignment with God. That's how we live. Rain. Now, this one we're going to spend even more time on next week, so stay tuned because that will be Reign of Christ or Christ the King Sunday, the last Sunday before Advent, so I'm going to actually spend a whole sermon on this reigning piece, but I will give you a little teeny preview. When we think of ourselves as crowned in Christ's love, what we mean is that we are living into the kingdom of heaven that is already on earth that God has covered us with a crown, protected us with a direct line between the life that we have and the life after this life, that that is not something we just wait for. It's something that we live now. So when we let the things die and we live in alignment and we have that sense of awareness, we are actually reigning here. Die, live, reign. Now there are many people who will preach to you that that is a sequential process. And there is some sequence to it. But the truth is that we have complicated lives and there are many things that we do that are in alignment and that might not be. And that always is a cycle. And what we have to remember is that each of those things is happening within us from moment to moment where we go ahead and we want to set aside the things that are not helpful in our lives. And usually we know just what they are. We just aren't necessarily willing to take a look, but when we do, we live in alignment, putting love first. And as we feel the fullness of that, we reign And that sense when the psalmist says that our cup overflows. That's what it means because you're not drawing on the well of your own energy. You are drawing on the power of God. And when that happens, sin, the things that need to die, stop acting as the succubus of your life because you are living in Christ. And that energy, that power comes from God and not from you. And when you know that, you are in a full sense of gratitude. Even if the day doesn't go right, you at least have that connection. So I will wrap this up with a story. The name of my talk today, uh, as I mentioned, was Who Would You Die For? And in response, I would love to share a story with you. This past Monday, I had the honor of attending the memorial celebration here in New York City for Ms. Marva Hicks, Mrs. Marva Hicks, who was an extraordinary human, a phenomenal artist here in New York City uh, who we will miss very much. She was a Broadway artist. And to a standing room only audience at the newly rechristened Lena Horn Theater, which was the Brooks Atkinson Theater, a surprise eulogist shared a really important reflection in response to this question, who would you die for? He said something like, so many of us think about who we would be willing, who or what we would be willing to die for. And he said, I I guess that's a good question because maybe that's something that we should know. But he said, I wanna ask instead, who would you live for? And he went on to explain that on his foundational album called Songs in the Key of Life, on which Ms. Marva sang, to live in the key of life is to live in alignment with God. In other words, who would you live for? You live for you. As you let the former ways pass away, for you. And when you're doing for you the same things that God wants you to do for you, then you're also living for God. You see, it doesn't have to be either or. So you can indeed have the great joy of living with that crown upon your head. You. Yes, you. Exactly you. Right now, you. Until the day that eight times eight times eight is four, God will always give you a way to have that life and that reign. Amen. Amen.